Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Felt like that was the shortest break of all time. But you know what? Time is a social construct. We did make it up for trains, Adrian. We did. And, you know, that Playmakers Plus vibe is a different level. Right? Just trying to push out all this content that I don't have time to edit or do anything else for. But you know what? It must go on. The show must go on. We will be going on for another hour or so, a little bit less, but we are planning to be here all week, but we're not making any promises because we've broken those promises the last couple, so we got to earn it back. No, 100%, and also, we might be joining the terrestrial airwaves, too, as well as here on the Odyssey app, or if you're listening. terrestrial? Uh, T-E-R-R-S-T-O, um, radio. Correct. Thank you. Can I get the origin of the language, please? Yes. Never been in the spelling contest, a spelling bee. Really? Never. never. Uh, I was never taught cursive either, but what? that's neither here nor there. No, I don't. In my life, I don't recall uh, as a child if I was. We um, got licenses. We got cursive licenses. We had to earn them. What, so like they gave you like a, sh- like a like kind of like a, a degree paper type thing? Let me tell you what Mr. Reedy did. Let me tell you what Mr. Reedy did in third grade. Because this, was, this is absolutely being phased out of most schooling. Because it's all computer stuff now, right? Yeah, handwriting. Yeah, who needs it? Who needs it for motor skill development or anything else? We think about like, oh, just it's going to be quicker. This is how the business world works. We have to also exist like as human beings in the physical world. Might be a problem. But you know what? What do I know? I was only coaching Dryland of the elite hockey athletes back up in Minnesota. You know how many girls struggled with the throwing and the catching? Too many. Exactly. You were Too damn out. many. Damn white I was. RIP to writing checks too, by the way. Writing checks? I don't think that happens as My much My dad anymore. writes checks. This I know. He's probably the only guy in Minnesota allowed to write checks, but he, where he goes, he goes over and over and over again, so they trust him. See, see, I like that. See, it's all about that life. Growing up in Cleveland, there's a grocery store called Mark's. It's the only one that accepts checks, so people don't go there because you have to wait in line a lot because some older folks go there because they like to use checks because sure. it's more secure. Yep. So it's just one of those things. But you yeah, can track I was never your progress. Cursive. It's like the pizza tracker before it was a thing. <laughs> that little slip. Yeah. That I thought, see, I wanted in college when I when I started my checking account, like I was like, I'm gonna do this like my dad. I never filled that thing out. I no. never was that balancing the books, right? Yeah. Shout out to the Washington Commanders. Cook the books. Cook the books. Yeah. We'll just hide a couple of these somewhere. Nobody will notice whatsoever. But yeah, it's it's certainly one of those um necessary arts. And I'm sad that you never learned how to do that. Cause like, how do you write your signature? You just, I like, scribble it. I do, yeah, I kind of do my best. Like, a. Yeah. H. Yeah, I do the A and then I stick out the H and then I try to make 
the H with a little loop underscore. Ooh, oh, I could go flare. so deep into like sports brand, like logos of like, oh, yeah, with the initials. They're all terrible and generic. Anyway, I have like five different handwritings. Really? Yeah. But is there a specific on, signature though for the autograph? Well, yeah. I mean, it just depends on what angle I'm holding the, and it honestly depends on the tool. Like, cause I really like writing in pencil. Like I take notes in, I took notes in school in pencil and now I feel like I can't do that anymore because then they get smudged up and I just got too many going on. But then the pen is permanent. And so like, I'm less likely to write. And you're right-handed, right? Yeah. A thing about writing with with a pencil is that when you go left to right and you're left-handed. Oh my God. I, and if how? you're writing a lot, it smudges. Yeah, how? Because how did you deal with that? Yeah, well, that's why my handwriting's so terrible. It's yeah. why I really didn't take much notes. Now, do you... Yeah, it's a negative reinforcement. Are you... You go straight God, up wild classic? How it's, just, it's not even the ruler over the hands that they would say, well, we're going to train you up to not be left-handed. It's everything else. Yeah. Do you do mechanical pencil or just oh, straight up uh, pencil? Yeah. I have a very specific brand of mechanical pencil that I use. Very, yeah. Like Jacoby has a, a pen. A BIC, a BIC 0.77 millimeter HB number two. That is intense. They have to have the sparkles. They... Oh, just, the sparkle it joints. Like, it just... It feels... Like you see... You haven't really seen me doodle because I, I have like too much anxiety to like actually get it out. But, like, I will sit there and just, like, doodle and shade in. And it's just, like, it's this particular feeling of this lead and everything else. Like, it's just, it's... The one corner of, it's of one the of paper, my sense, right? It's one of my stimming things. It's one, Well, not even the corner. It's the whole paper. I have notebooks just dedicated to just... I'll go every other line in a ruled notebook and I'll just shade it in. That's awesome. I used to do the, the bottom corner. Yeah, that'll help me. Maybe I need to return to that. I'm just, like, constantly looking for different things to return to, like, make me feel better. <laughs> you know? Returning it can't everywhere. always be about the weed. It that's, really can't. That's podcast level have, conversation. Do you have a fancy um um pen? I I have specific pens that I also branding that I use. Uh, I I'm a huge fan of the um, Pilot G27 series. <laughs> the Pilot G2. And then there's this one pen that I have pictures of saved in my favorites. That's always like one of the pens you get to sign a receipt like from a restaurant, and it's like a very specific type of ball pen, and it feels so good. And I never steal it because I can't my body won't let me but I always am like I gotta I gotta buy some but then this G, G27 like now that I'm able to write on note cards like it took me a really long time to figure out how to actually write like creatively because I was so worried about wasting the paper because I'm like well what if I mess up or like what if the letter like I would do yeah, it in pencil. It's a pen and you can't just like well I was it. doing it in pencil and then it would get smudged and so I'm like okay so I do pen on this big piece of paper but then I'm wasting all of this paper and then the whiteout's too ugly I and can't I'm not, have I'm that I'm not dealing with whiteout I don't know yeah. that's, that's too much of a time constraint and so I, I just like did it right and then finally I was like well what can I use that's small enough that's insignificant enough and then I can collect like on the go. Like this took me months to figure out people like, but that's just how my, how my I, brain works. And now I'm writing literally everything. I love how you write so many notes. And just to give you a glimpse of my childhood, instead of writing notes, what I did with my physical science binder is I took out all my notes and I replaced them with playbooks for Madden 06 so that in school. And somehow we ended up in the same place. <laughs> But Just yes, don't do that. education really doesn't matter. No, and I'll never forget the parent teacher conference. Like he, Mr. Walker specifically said, Adrian has made an improvement. He is in the books this quarter, right? There were quarters back then. Deep down in them. And then I went into the car with my dad and our Saturn. Shout out to Saturn. They don't even make those Everybody anymore. Everybody had Saturns back then. Yeah, Just one of those cars. <laughs> dad, Hatchback. Uh, no, a Saturn Ion. Oh, the smaller and one. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was, I was like, Papi, mira. He's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> it's just, 
It's just, you know that Matt, back then you had to pay for this, even though you, it wasn't accessible. Now you could just print it by Googling it. I paid, I made my dad, I said I paid. I made my dad pay $50 while he argued, like, don't enter my credit card on the internet. Someone's going to steal 100%. it. 100%. <laughs> Stop it. And I was like, dad, this is what I was doing. And he smacked me in the back. And he said, as long as you're doing it appropriately and not bothering nobody. Do you, do, were you a Pokemon kid? Sort of, kind of, but in terms of like, I played it. I played the game for hours. Like I didn't Game know what I was doing. Like, not ga- like Game Boy or cards. Like I, I collected the, the cards and stuff too. I collected the cards, never battled anyone. Just yeah. wanted to be like, I have a binder too, kid. Oh, 100%. I was the same way. Do you remember like buying the the collector's book that had like all the descriptions? It was like the poke. There was the actual Pokedex. That you could buy. Mark's giving us a thumbs up. He's giving us a thumbs up because Dodgers coverage for the moment is gone and we are live. Here I thought we were getting positive reinforcement. (laughs) We are live on 1140 Ah. AM to continue the sports discussion on competitive Pokemon battles. So are you talking about like the guide? Yeah, dude. And you, like you said, 30 bucks. It's like holographic thick card stock. You're like, my God, look at this Bible I've acquired. I remember like having the, I was like one of maybe four or five kids that had the Pokedex and you weren't supposed to bring cards to school. You had a Pokedex. Dude, they made those Pokedexes. They were sick. I, it was like literally the only thing I wanted. And I remember having it and it was just like the coolest thing ever. You know, just like black and white. It was like a beeper, but with a little bit more information <laughs> yeah. in it. It was unbelievable. You weren't, you weren't allowed to bring them to school? No, because it became a problem. Like when kids were like Stealing trading them or-, them or trading them on the bus and stuff. You know, it's just they schools, they don't want the kids' toys to be part of it. We, we learned that True. with like with Pokemon cards. There was like these little things we used to flick on the floor at each other. They're like not little... the skate with the, with the no, fingers. No, those were definitely banned. Those were definitely banned. Tech God, decks, were they called? Tech it? decks. They're like God. They're like these little dudes, and there was like these little muscle men, and you would like. I, I keep thinking like Geo miniature or Funko Pops back Dude, then. My <laughs> cousin was obsessed with them. My cousin always got stuff before I did, and so I, whenever like any of the the latest greatest thing came out, I always wanted to go over to their house because I knew that they were gonna have. It. Tons of it. You know what makes me sad as we bring this up, and then and my son is like, like the the Pokedex and those yeah. cards, those booklets, strategy guides for video games. They're like non-existent. They're yeah, all digital why, like websites. Uh, I remember the cheat code books. Did you go to the magazine store or like just the grocery store and pick them up? Those are non-existent. Even now, um, I believe like Target, Walmart, whether it's baseball cards, hockey cards, basketball, Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever, they don't over the pandemic. They've stopped selling them in stores because of the amount of fights. Because every Saturday morning yeah. when there'd be a new release and there'd be so many fights because some of these dudes go to every Target in the area from Henderson all the way to Summerlin yep. and get all the packs. And like kids can't be kids no more because this dude wants to sell it on eBay for astronomical amounts of money. Like Jake Paul wearing like the the famous Pikachu for $7 million. Right. And it's really worth $7 million. And look, well, anything can be worth anything as yeah. long as we all agree it to be. As as you met, like we haven't mentioned my NFT for a long time. L, uh, LB's NFT, which is a lanyard that I wore during the first game of the Gold Knights season this year, was the first ever Seattle Kraken game in the NHL. And so if you would like to purchase it for $10,000, please reach out. It's gonna Lindsay in about ten years, fifteen years. That lanyard when it's the been Kraken finally wins, <laughs> Stanley that Cup. post it authenticates it. That is a fact. <laughs> Listen, it'll be more than uh, worth more than like that gorilla NFT that was purchased for a couple mil right? uh, a year ago that was sold for fifteen about bucks. Buying those books and just like under the covers, flashlight pouring through it, just like looking and going through the pages 
And now you just Google IGN and then it'll tell you exactly which turns Facts. to take in each game. I'm just like, I don't like that. Or just opening up the card, like a Pokemon card, and getting like one of the the, the fancy shiny ones. Yeah, the holographic. Yeah, the Dude, holographic I ones. I got some Pokemon cards that are worth serious money. And so if you're an appraiser and are willing to do it for a very low rate, please let me know about how much they're worth. <laughs> do you have any uh, famous, do you have a famous sports card? No. Or like I one mean, that, that holds a lot no, of value to you? I mean, the, no. I did, just the Pokemon cards. I wasn't a huge sports card person. I had like these cards that I put in the little side pocket of my grandma's car because she drove me everywhere. And so I, and they were always in the same order. And so I would like go through them and like I basically had memorized all of them. But that was basically the extent of it. I was just new, like Pokemon cards, just like any other collector's thing. Like money starts to be a thing. I tried to convince my mom to drive me down to the Mall of America to bring me to like a Pokemon card tournament. That was. That was probably intense. Did not happen. That probably would have been intense. That wasn't something like I think that you weighed your weighed into your waters either. Like she was probably like, let's go to like a smaller place first. Like, no, we have to go here now. (laughs) The top Pokemon players are gonna be. I was really into it. Like I said, I went to that midnight showing of the the Pokemon movie with the Mew and the Mewtwo. It was the best. Listen, I I only one that holds that's near and dear to my heart is first off, I love CeCe Sabathia. I'm a bigger dude. He was a bigger yeah. dude. He wore his hat to the side. I love Jay-Z, who also did that. So I was like, <laughs> CeCe Sabathia is my guy. I got his rookie card. Yeah. His first start. The rookie card didn't even have him in the Cleveland jersey like fully because it's spring training. It yeah. just had a spring training picture. I got him to sign it. And luckily, as an intern in Tampa, um, we the station always did a huge summer concert. And this is around the same time as spring training. Yankees are in Tampa. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of the Yankees pulled up to come see the concert and I'm an intern working backstage and I'm sitting down on break and I see CC Sabathia come through and I'm like, bro, this is, he signed that card as a kid, his first start. Like I was, I was five, six, seven years and old. you have this? I have the card. I didn't have it with me, but then I walked up to him and I was like, Hey man, you don't oh. know me, but your first start in Cleveland. Like when he got traded to Milwaukee, I cried. That was one of the the only times I've I've cried because Wisconsin of a sports takes trade. All of our joy. Yeah, but to be able to tell him, I was like, "Hey, we've met before. Um, thank you so much, and just show my appreciation." He's like, "Well, it's good meeting you again, bro. Let's get this picture in." So he was awesome. So that's my famous. Uh, that's my sports card moment. I never collected a LeBron um, sports card. Still time. I did have all of LeBron's jerseys, but I threw them away when he left to Miami. It's a true story. Oh my god. Lindsay, I took my mom's, I took my mom, I didn't, I was. God, you are a, you've been on this coaster the whole time, haven't you? Yeah. You've been on it. Lindsay, I was, I was 14 years old. It happened on my birthday. No. Oh my God. It was on my birthday, July 8th. (laughs) 2000 what are we July 8th 2010 for how hard you talk for you bring every basketball conversation we have back to 2016 yeah we do but no so this is July 8th 2011 so I'm I'm 14 or 15 years old I don't have my permit even so the apartment complex I was with my mom in the summer and it was basically you either you walk you get into the complex you either go left or right and the trash can is all the way to the right we lived all the way to the left I had all the jerseys ready I was watching oh my this. God. My mom wanted to take me to the movies because she usually did at Downtown Disney. Like that. That's she what I was saying. Bring you for yeah. a happy time, birthday boy. And I you're was, like, no, mom, I want to start a freaking fire with these jerseys because <laughs> no, I hate this man. No, I was like, no, mom, we need to. LeBron's gonna tell the world he's staying with us. And he said, "I'm taking my talents to South Beach." I punched our washer dryer door. I took, I, cl- God, I went up the stairs faster I ever, the fastest I've ever gone up steps <laughs> with my fat ass. I compiled all, <laughs> Lindsay, I had every alternate jersey. 
Like every alternate, you know, like now they come out with the mixtape, the city classic, the throwback, the Thursday TNT Spanish day jersey. Like I had all those. So this is, we're talking 30 jerseys. And I was, and I had all the stitched ones because I didn't want to say nobody had a fake jersey at school. She was in shock about my reaction. And then I took the keys. Who the hell am I? I get, I reversed out, thankfully, okay. You got a break in consciousness over here. (laughs) Drove to the trash can, threw them all away. (laughs) And then went, Miami doesn't even have any fans. This is disgusting, which is why I'm going to be so conflicted coming up as we talk about this Heat Celtic series. But yeah, it's a true story. So I, I didn't collect any sports cards, like no LeBron rookie stuff or anything, but My I had all his jerseys God. for a moment. I didn't get obsessed with anything long enough to have like that deep of a collection. Thank you to my brain for that, at least. Yeah, no, it was not. I mean, I I went to go see him play. That's Carmelo amazing. Anthony. Like, I've been I, I, I've been seeing this dude play since high school. Like, being, I was there at Cleveland State University when they were. played that game. So I was there. Yeah, I was there. I've I been there from it. the, when he retires, we might be, we might be going to the queue, Lindsay. I'm, I'm saying it right now here on Playmakers Plus You're and 1140 in the Bet Las Vegas. I just need to let you know, like, this ain't normal. <laughs> uh, does that happen yeah. in my real life? Who knows? You've, you're in it. You're in it. And if you need help, you just blink twice if you need me. Uh, we know what's up with you. And honestly, we kind of know what's up in terms of the of the hockey playoffs. We didn't really get that much into it. Maybe we'll get this a uh, little bit deeper dive on the end of the show. But tonight on the slate, we got Panthers and the Lightning and then the Avalanche and the Blues. Uh, the Panthers Lightning are obviously up first because they're on the Eastern Conference, East Coast time battle for Florida. Second straight year. It's been pretty much cut down the middle for the entire regular season. And we know about the vibes that Tampa Bay is working with off of a game seven win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then the Florida Panthers, I've already forgotten who they beat. They beat the Washington Capitals game seven. They were down three, two. You're right. You're the hockey expert in this point. Absolutely. And so they're, they're still, 24 years. They're still trying to find themselves. I mean, both of these teams are still trying to find themselves in, in the postseason. Like, Stamkos isn't isn't scoring yet. He was getting the shots but wasn't uh, converting on them. You had uh, the, the Carter Verhage take a really big step last uh, series for the Florida Panthers. He had 12 points, including a hat trick. Claude Giroux, that trade looks fantastic. But they're the top-to-bottom better team talent-wise is the Florida Panthers. But... And a lot of it has to do with, at least for me, is Braden Point going to be available? Because I don't think he's going to be available, and he's arguably their best player. That's something to say about that roster, but in the playoff times, he's the guy that usually ends up getting free and getting those points and being the difference maker. Now, he's standing on the shoulders of his other teammates, of the Kucherovs, of the Stamkos, of everybody else contributes, but... Vasilevsky looks a little more human. Now, you put him in a Game 7 situation, he's going to steal your lunch money and then do it again in your dreams, and that's what he did at Toronto. What will it be in this matchup with all the pressure with the three-peat one step closer and then you have Sergei Bobrovsky on the other side of it who is one of the more athletic, more fluid net minders but hasn't had the most prolific playoff record. I mean, he has that one year where he was the net minder for the Columbus Blue Jackets and they swept the lightning he was in that net so at least he can kind of lean on that but he is so dependent on staying in his crease and he because he's such an athletic uh net minder he's very easily pushed over his edge he can very easily get uh untethered start moving too much 
and then opening up angles and shots that normally wouldn't be there. But they have a very capable backup in, in Spencer Knight. I'm not sa- saying that Bobrovsky's going to get pulled or that they're going to make the switch, but it just really depends on how this game shakes out and if it's going to be very rush-heavy and, and how conservative the Tampa Bay Lightning play because they're a team that plays a hard style of hockey where they will they will make they will hit their spots they will hit their marks they will forecheck the hell out of you and they expect the same exact thing from you well and, and that's something I do want to ask you is I feel like last year in the playoffs when these teams matched up the Panthers kind of went and played Tampa style in terms of physicality mm-hmm. and got off brand of what they want to do and do you think they've learned to kind of stay in their game and then on the flip side too the Maple Leafs play super fast right or yep. they did Mm-hmm. The Panthers as well. Yep. Does this help Tampa in terms of like they don't have to necessarily get used to this play style because this is what they've been dealing with? It depends on who's the higher energy in the room, right? And that's why the lead is so important and, and why so many teams, especially in the last round, like if you got the lead, you're usually going to win that game because then the other team has to be chasing. The other team has to be altering their decision-making process and away from what they usually would. And with that, sometimes you end up with bigger mistakes than you intended. And so – the Lightning, if they're chasing early, it, you're not going to be able to play that same style of game now. It depends on what game you are in the series. Like Now, if it's game one and they're getting blown out, they're going to still play their their style and they'll try to muck it up a little bit because they got to settle the score somehow and make sure that they get some leverage somewhere. That's where you see like the Patrick Maroons and the, and the Corey Perry start pushing people around. But, um, you know, it it's so tough in the, in the postseason because, like, you could have an unbelievable power play and then go over. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what happened to the Panthers. Like, they literally did not score a power play goal against the Washington Capitals. And they were fifth this season yeah. in power and plays. so that's that- right. It's like, we got to look at these things as what they are, which is an encapsulation of a week and a half, two at best. And in, in that time period, you have a lot of resting to do, a lot of healing to do, and you also have four, potentially seven hockey games where it's fight to the death, essentially. And these guys know each other very well. They've played each other in this environment before. And time is running out for people. Be that the Florida Panthers in terms of like, well, or is this the roster to get it done? I don't know how much more you can add to it or time running out for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Is the core still cohesive enough? Were you able to supplement the losses of like Blake Coleman and 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 Yanni Gord and stuff like that? Like Corey Perry, are you gonna are you gonna start paying off dividends? Because this is the rounds where you start seeing those third, fourth line guys getting things done. And also not be exhausted. Like we've talked about yeah. Tampa's run the past two years. And, how much hockey they've and played. that's probably the biggest change that Florida made is like you you have depth now in positions where if you say you get a bunch of power plays called for you. Well, Barkov just ha- just skated six minutes. We got to put someone else out there. Well, not only are they not not going to be a minus, they might be a plus because at bare minimum you can't be a minus. But sometimes not being a plus in and of itself is a minus. And so that fortification and that diversification of talent across their roster will certainly help them. But ultimately, uh, you have to beat two very very skilled goaltenders, two very uh, prolific Russian goaltenders, and I'm really looking forward to that particular matchup. We'll get into the abs and blues towards the end of the show because I don't really feel like talking about Kyrie, but we do need to talk some more basketball <laughs> in terms of what's going on here in our community. Las Vegas Aces are on the docket tonight versus the Mercury. We'll have a little preview of that game as well as the NBA playoffs. We'll be back. Looking forward to the bet. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, 
exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Does it get more intense than Alice in Wonderland? And what a track to bring us into the evening that is before us, ladies and gentlemen, and other people that identify otherwise. We got the Phoenix Mercury in the building tonight, guys. And you know what? They ain't crap. Ooh. You know, last time we played them, first game of the season, Adrian, just an all-out dominant effort by your Las Vegas Aces. It's in their barn, too. So I would assume that maybe, just maybe, they may may want to return the favor, but I think the vibes are mostly impeccable here at Michelob Ultra Arena. 7 p.m. tip-off between uh, your Las Vegas Aces and the Phoenix Mercury. And I got some... News to pass along to everyone that came down the pipeline yesterday. Asia Wilson, who seems to be an absolute gem of a human being, uh, was named the WNBA Western Conference Player of the Week last week. Excellent, excellent. Just an MVP doing MVP things, That's you know what she I mean? does, and the uh, press release tells me that the 2020 WNBA MVP led the Aces to a 3-1 record to start the season, which is tied for the top mark in the league. She leads the WNBA in block shots per game at 3.75 and a second in rebounding at 11.0. The South Carolina grad is the league-best three double-doubles on the year and is one of only three players averaging a double-double on the season, 15 points per game and 11 rebounds. I love the way game. you say double-double. Double-double. Uh, I will say, too, and you brought up NFTs, First segment here in this four o'clock yeah. hour. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces are the most in demand team on the WNBA Top Shop, Hell which is yeah. the league's official NFT. And Asia Wilson is the top player in transactions and gross revenue generated. Good, because she was in her press conference talking about that little girl whose life she made the other day in terms of like meeting her because the video like her was hero. amazing. Um, she said that she wanted to give the the young lady her jersey, but she didn't because she's ner- she was nervous because they have like two jerseys. Because like they the wouldn't team. give her a new one. Yeah, and so it's it's one of but those are the types of concerns that we're talking about when we're when we're Jeez. conversating about underfunded products, right? What it's just doing? one. It well, it's of course of course it's like this. If they're flying coach in the plane, do you think they have extra jerseys? No, they don't. You think they got the the top of line food ready to go? Probably not. Like this is how it is, and so. For her to say that as an offhanded comment and people to pick up on that, first of all, hands up, thumbs up, all for it. Because That's how you do it. Exactly. It, it, and it's true. It doesn't. It, it defies logic, stuff like that. It, it truly does. But And so does Asia in the way that she plays. As I mentioned, uh, Wilson opened the year with three straight double-doubles, 15 points, 11 rebounds at Phoenix on May 6th. Won't go through all of her stats, but she is one of only 13 players in the WNBA history to have over 14 blocks. Or I should say at least 14 blocks. Over a three-game stretch, tonight's game will kick off a four-game homestand. Some Bill random, week, I believe, appreciation week for Bill Lambier. He will be honored at the game uh, Thursday, versus the Minnesota Lynx on Thursday. You are correct in that, but uh, we know that Brittany Griner is not on that Mercury team, and how her absence has certainly cast a big um, shadow over the league season as it should. That's the whole point of it. That's why you see BG all over the floors of every single arena that's uh, hosting WNBA games. And it was cool too. In Monty Williams' closing press conference in the Suns for the Suns, you know, he mentioned how important that was. As he's like, "Yeah, we're talking about these games. It's a disappointing season, but there's Correct. bigger things at hand." And Adam Silver just spoke to here uh, live from the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, speaking on kind of the NBA's role in Brittany Griner, and that was a key point of the interview he just gave yep. uh, right before the draft lottery that's coming up here in a few minutes. If you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. It's true. And so every uh, every opportunity that you get to help someone else out, you should absolutely take it. That's what Asia Wilson does. That's what some of the best people do. 
when things are going awry, look for the helpers. That's why they're selling NFTs. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter like kind of upset, whether it's for themselves, whether it's for their kids, uh, their spouses, whatever the case may be. They like, got to make money somehow. They can't, they can't get, because they can't get jerseys. So they're like, yeah. well, let me get this NFT. Oh, I mean, maybe I, if I get this NFT business to take off, maybe I don't have to go play overseas next year and take that risk. Yeah, no, 100%. And so uh, support. Invest in women and in women's sports. We truly appreciate every dollar and every eyeball that is on those games. We'll have a breakdown of tomorrow, or hopefully the eventual victory tonight on tomorrow's show. But we have one NBA playoff game tonight, correct? Yes, one NBA game and one draft lottery to do. Of all the days that they could put the Miami Heat to play, let's do it on the game one of the Florida Panthers game as well. I know that that was a scheduling conflict mostly due to the ESPN contract hockey side, but... Um, First three games are actually like that, too, for great. South Florida fans. I That's bet they're nuts. just – they are pleased. They are L- most pleased. Luckily, like, the Panthers play in Fort Lauderdale. Like, it's an hour away from the Miami Stadium, so it's not like a situation where the pa- Wait, where do they play? The Panthers play in Fort Lauderdale. I thought they played in Miami. They're No, it's about an hour away from, like, South Beach. I mean, Beach. I, I, I've, I've driven I've, – yeah. I've done it. I, I just thought that they played down in Miami. Mm-mm, no, they play. It used to be called the BB and T Center. I know it's called something else now, but it, it's it's in Fort Lauderdale, and then right. it's kind of like the Dolphins and the the Hurricanes, where they play Miami Gardens, where that F one race was, where they made it seem like it was on South Beach. Like no, 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 no. That's an hour away without any traffic. So at least there's I made not... some questionable decisions in that city, <laughs> in Miami. Let me tell you, it was a hell of a time, though. It truly was a hell of a time. So Celtics, Miami. Uh, we have some. Lineup news to pass along, right? Yes. So this just came down the pipeline a few moments ago. Al Horford is out for game one due to health and safety protocols. His third time being on the health and safety protocol list. And he might miss game two as well. But we know he'll miss game one for sure. And also, he's not the only starter for Boston. Marcus Smart is out with a sprained foot, which really wasn't talked about after they beat the Bucks. What was his injury that he was dealing with before an ankle? Um, I believe I, I do believe it was an elbow. No, I think it was a foot injury, a lower body injury. It's definitely too, lower for body, Smart. and this is clearly connected. And this is what happens when you continue to run on something that you just need to give time to heal. But that's not the yeah. time to do that right now. And so. similar to Kyle Lowry too for for yeah. Miami, same same deal. You anticipate him coming back for the playoffs because usually with those hamstrings, they are very touchy. I do think that later on in the series, Even if they it's a will jump. You could just like run. Yeah, and and that's basically what he was doing when they brought him back in versus Philadelphia. Did you see the Tariq? Cohen video. Oh Lord, I Sorry heard it. More importantly, sidebar. no, I heard it. That was it snapped. You hear the pop. is it? It's the Achilles. Once I saw, yeah, it. I, I didn't realize that it had a pop. Yeah, I hear so, it sounds like a gunshot. So he was for, for people that don't know Terry Cohen, who's who's missed like the past three years with a torn ACL. He's battled injuries. He's a free agent. He's trying to get back in the NFL. He was posting his workout on Instagram Live. He's a really good receiver for the Bears before signing in free agency with the Eagles. Yeah, that's what happens when you go to Philly, right? No, correct. <laughs> Shout out to James Harden. But he was doing a drill and basically, you know, no. Literally doing like the the little hurdles in your workouts. But like I use those hurdles to coach up dry land. And he just, he goes around and he's shuffling, shuffling. And he goes back and then goes to push off. And he goes, I, I heard I something. I brought Something Dude. popped. Live streaming it. Yeah. Live streaming it. Sorry to completely well, derail. I just want to, I, I was fascinated that he's been injured so much that he didn't scream. He just went, oh, man, oh, yeah, I popped pain, something. Your pain tolerance is so high Sheesh. that you don't have that reaction. Uh, Yeah, so so back to the crazy. Back to this, Al Horford, Marcus Smart will be out for Boston for game one. Kyle Lowry for Miami will be out for game one at he's least. He's been out if like not the more. whole year, though. 
Who Kyle Lowry? Yeah. No, no, no. He he got he got hurt near the end of or in the, the I first thought he round. Was hurt for the beginning part of the year and then came back for a little bit and then got hurt again. That I can't I can't recall I'm right now from memory. Up his his basketball. Reference. But I do know that uh, that versus oh, Atlanta in that series he kind of he kind of got banged up and there was a lot of questionable, you know, for this team that is an actual team and uses every piece and is ten deep. It was odd that Eric Spolster kind of forced the issue to have Kyle Lowry back in a game that honestly didn't matter because Philadelphia was in control. Uh, the news of the absences for Boston for Marcus Smart and Al Horford. He played 63 games. Oh, so yeah, he so did. He, didn't, he, did, he miss, didn't miss some time. Yeah, and and Miami was uh, favored minus uh, two and a half. That's moved to minus four due to Boston missing these peop- uh, these pieces. Two out of uh, their five starters, and I'm I'm super. Well, they, they were a better team without Marcus Smart on the floor, according to you. Apparently, I mean, they had a better record versus versus Milwaukee. Yeah. I will yeah. say, I'm very I'm very happy. As entertaining as Jason Tatum and Giannis going after each other was so fun. Those games were such a pain to watch. Why? Because Giannis is just trying to run over people. Marcus Smart is trying to flop. The referees are trying to act like we're watching them. It was very slow paced and just it felt like paint drying at some points. Now Miami and Boston still play really good defense, so it's still going to be a defensive struggle. Um, but I, I'm 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 just curious Miami to see. Miami slash and dash you to death. They're still trying to get to the same spots that the that the Milwaukee Bucks were, but they just go about it differently. True, and and with Miami, of course, they played Atlanta. They shut down Trey. Uh, they played a banged up Philly. And that was with, a long time ago. I feel like Atlanta's <laughs> been eliminated for forever. Yeah, the three month playoff season. Seriously. Um, and with, with Boston now, they're they're getting to have to play a polar opposite style where they went up against Kevin Durant. They went up against Giannis. And now, no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, who's been balling his ass off and has made me look like an I idiot because of how Jimmy good he's Butler, done. Man. This is a a true team, and for me, you like to bring up Houston going 0 for 27 a lot because that was historically awful. When I look at Game Six and Game Seven and the way Milwaukee and Joe kind of hinted at it earlier in the show, like Game Seven, Milwaukee went four for 33. On the flip side, Miami. Big city. Yeah, Miami is the number one three-point team in the league in, in terms of shooting percentage. They were the best three-point shooting team. I do think they're going to get to their spots. I do think they're going to make more threes. They're going to make this more competitive. They're going to make Boston have to play defense. Not that they're a bad defensive team. Of course not. They're one of the best, if not the best in the league. No, they're committed. But it's, it's different when you have to form a wall against Giannis. This is a Tyler Hero game, game one. I'm calling it. True, and and this is the, for Miami. They have the better coach in Eric Spolstra, and they have the better bench. But Tyler Hero has been averaging fourteen point two points, and that isn't that isn't going to work because with with Boston, not only do you have Jason Tatum who could go off for forty or fifty points, but Jalen Brown's giving you twenty points. And the thing is, is that that Tyler Hero could absolutely keep up with those guys, but he has to get lathered up. Ju- early on because if you're looking for him to turn on that magic he was able to do that in the bubble where he was coming off for the bench that's why he won six man of the year and stuff but if you need somebody to go toe-to-toe with these guys and you want don't want to be over reliant on jimmy he's your guy right yeah and, and you're gonna need that because boston can can he can quote, unquote, float through the air i love watching that yeah kid play. and i want to i want to see him perform this is a big moment for him this is a big moment for miami and no some work, of these no pieces check. yeah i'm 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 doing this right now i'm making my prediction Lindsay. oh wow I'm going up against what I should be doing because I think Boston's going to win. But the prediction, it's on Twitter right now, Adrian Radio 93 on Twitter. I got Miami in six. Send all your hate and booty pics straight to that particular screen name. In the meantime, we'll take a little break.
And on the other side of the break, Kyrie maybe, but mostly probably hockey. Love for the bet. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Oh my God, Ronnie. I just love it. Always got to hit the producer tag. Yeah, 100%. Um, wrapping up some of our loose ends from our conversations today. Uh, all that's podcastable on the Odyssey app for free. Google Play Store, Apple App Store. Share with your friends. Um, Speaking of which, too, just sorry before you get into your point. Tomorrow... Uh, Playmakers Plus on that Odyssey app. The full show the full will show. be on Playmakers Plus. Goodness gracious. And the return of Trista Crick. Yeah. We haven't had her on in a couple weeks. And Let's so, do this. Knock on wood, everything goes planned with that. It's been a weird uh, couple of months here, but we appreciate everybody sticking around with us and you know, following, following the world of sports as it unfolds. And we have our uh, second hockey game tonight between the Colorado Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. And Two very familiar opponents uh, in terms of Central Division. They met in the playoffs last year as well. The Avs swept them, but the Blues were a much different team last year and the year before that. They were kind of, you know, probably still riding on the fumes of their 2019 Cup run and just, "Ah, I guess we're going to show up here. I guess we still need to get a couple more pieces to our roster. And to be honest, this is, you know, this is the Avs series to lose, even besides the point with the Blues having a very decimated defensive core right now. Like, we know the talent that the Avalanche are working with. But here's the bit. They've been off for a few days. They swept the Predators. I didn't go and look how many days it's been. It's been a few. It's been probably as many days as the Atlanta uh, Hawks. Yeah, it's been over a week. I know that for sure. And these guys have so much to do, those guys being the Avs. Like, this is a team that has been stopped short multiple seasons. It's almost like a different type of sickness than – the Toronto Maple Leafs who always lose in the first round. Mm -hmm. Like, getting to the second round, you can kind of taste it a little bit, right? And you still have a long-ass way to go. But this is where the the game starts to really take form, and and you have to be more willing to make adjustments and have guys in your lineup that may or may not have practiced that recently, but they know how to get those jobs done. Like, last year when the Golden Knights – took care of business against the Avalanche. They The Avalanche didn't have Eric Johnson at their disposal as a defenseman. They didn't have Bowen Byram at, as a defenseman either. Both of those guys are two very different defensemen in terms of the, their playing style. But Eric Johnson adds an edge, a physical edge, that was sorely missing. We were able to bowl over their defense, and while we weren't necessarily always spending time in their offensive zone, 
we were able to take their lunch money and do with what we wanted with it. And that's where having Eric Johnson here, by having Kale McCarr doing what he's doing, by having Nazem Kadri available, because he was suspended during the Blues series. I think it was game one of the Blues series because he literally knocked out Justin Falk cold on the ice, like just clocked a mid-zone. mid, mid, uh, mid zone. And so he was lost for a number of games, including the Golden Knights series. And so they're healthy, which they're – almost never the Colorado Avalanche, including I'm guessing the swelling went down on Darcy Kemper's eye and Pavel Francouz is going to be fine. And then on the blues, you're starting to see some of those similar bones laid out that we saw in 2019. Jordan Bennington's back in the net after Ville Husso started for the first three games against the Minnesota series and they kind of lost their way. And then they turned to Bennington and things have kind of changed around for him. He was great. He hasn't been called upon to be like Jordan Biddington a-hole great but he probably will be in this and that's where when you're going up against a team like the Colorado Avalanche where it's it's almost an insurmountable opponent it's going to come in waves it's going to be big ones too this isn't like just wetsuit and swim it out like this is a big deal thing and you need someone who's a little bit off you need someone who's a little bit raw a little bit goalie crazy let's just say this is a guy that takes swings at people with his stick because they they hit him and stuff. Like there, there's this is where those little uh, old man yelling those at those threads vibes. of the threads of the of a competitor of the inner competitor really come out to show themselves. And if Darcy Kemper's available, he's never been this far in the playoffs either, and he's not that type of net miner unless he's playing people with history. Like he always gets into it with Minnesota, but it's that fine line of not getting too overly involved in the extracurriculars, especially as a goaltender. Because what's your main focus, Adrian? You're hockey expert you got to stop the puck you're exactly. not worried so the about puck emotions is your and... responsibility yeah and so those emotions are going to have to be kept in check it won't be as nearly uh incendiary as the battle for alberta but we won't get into that game because that's tomorrow but i'm very much looking forward to see what type of avalanche team comes out are they going to come out and blow the doors off or are they going to take a little bit while to settle in because if they take a little bit while to settle in so you get a couple of penalties because your legs aren't used to moving this fast, and the Blues have been playing seven games. Like the Blues penalty or the Blues power play, lethal. I mean, so is the Abs. But as I was saying earlier, who's getting there first? Who's finding their game first? Who's not chasing? And even if you do get scored on, can you respond right away? I, I'm expecting some scoring tonight. Good, hopefully. And and I know that you um you kind of brought up that like the Avalanche, they've knocked on the door. So key for them is, are they going to act like a team that's learned their lessons and, and kind of use that? Uh, one question I do have with the Blues, like I look at their series with the Wild that they had. I think it was game three. Uh, the Blues out hit the Wild 17 to four, mm-hmm. uh, 33 for 17. So they out they out hit them a lot, right? Yep. They lost that game five to one because it was too much. They were trying to be too physical. Like, do you see the Blues kind of getting overly emotional no. against the Avalanche? And let's remember, like, if you're down five to one, that doesn't mean like the five to one and the physicality don't always happen at the same time. Like when you're down a lot, you're trying to establish momentum in some way possible. And so, and so that's in physicality. And this is a blues team that has been the physically domineering team. That's why they were able to find that success in 2019. Ryan O'Reilly is the poster child for a play for a playoff body. And he doesn't, he doesn't take shortcuts. He's going to hit hard. You have that, that Russian line, the Barbashevs, the, the Tarasangos. Tarasangos on a freaking run right now. He's absolutely tremendous. I think the addition of Nick Letty at the deadline, while so many people panned it, literally there is no one better to have in your defensive stable 
when your top offensive defenseman goes down than a guy that knows how to stay home, that knows how to play defense. You don't need another guy that knows how to score. You need somebody that knows how to do what they're being asked to do, which is not be a minus, and that's Nick Letty. He's a cup champion. He's made deep runs in the playoffs in these last few years, including the last couple in the Eastern Conference Finals with the New York Islanders. But Jordan Bennington's going to have to show up, like, and it can't get away from him early, and you can absolutely run him into – an early goal total and chase him. It just depends on on if the Blues show up with that physical edge. They need that. Even if they lose that game five to one, you still there's a lot of games to play. This is just game one, so there's a lot of table setting um, and and feeling each other out. And so uh, a very interesting slate of games tonight. Uh, Kyrie Irving is literally setting the table himself to try to be reunited with the land, right? Because he knows that Brooklyn's probably not an option. Hey, backup point guard to Darius Garland. Right? Come on, Kyrie. Could you imagine if he's backup point guard? Do you think he would – I wonder if he'd actually be mad. I don't think he'd be mad. Uh, yeah, Liz, who knows with this guy? I do – I don't even want to talk about it, and we don't have much time. You don't even want time. to talk about it. No, I just – I'm very happy, like – I thought what he said and him talking about this out loud and kind of the mistakes he made in Cleveland and the situation, like to me, that was, that was like, that was a cool thing to see. And that was accountable. And that was him being like a real person about like, yo, I I felt a certain type of way and I don't blame him. He, he was there. And then LeBron comes and all the attention goes to him. Like I, I understand some of the dynamics. Um, so I, I, but I was happy to, to kind of like to me, it's obvious. Like, duh, you cost us championships. But for him to realize it and to say it's it out loud, the, he's also the shot that that got you the one that you got. The most famous, the most famous shot I, in I NBA can, history. I can see it in my head right now. Yeah, most the most important championship in NBA history, 2016. Jeez. But anyway, um, by the way, Panthers up one nothing oh! at the end of the first period. My kitty cats are making a run. Let's go. I'm just off of it right now. Yo, it's crazy that we're Timberwolves and Cavs fans and we don't care about the draft lottery. This used to be like a very important night. It's in six minutes, NBA draft lottery. Is Dan Gilbert sending up his kid again? Uh, No, he said Anderson for Asia. All right. Well, we'll have all those results of the draft lottery, the games, and otherwise tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Be well to each other, but mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying out there. And otherwise, enjoy the abyss that is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours. Bye. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.